Hello, and welcome to the local side of Key West. I'm your host, Kelly, and with me always is Keith. What up? And this week, we're taking a fun history tour. Let's go. Happy Wednesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> How do podcasters do this? Do they just normally say happy Wednesday when it's Wednesday? Or do they go happy Tuesday slash Wednesday? Or do they even say it? I wonder if they record random days, so they probably just say the day they well, air. Yeah, you know they do. They record when they record. Some yeah. people have a lot of recordings saved up. You think they say, like, happy Wednesday? I don't think they do. Oh, it's just our thing. Whatever. Think Mark says happy Friday. No, he doesn't. Mark's cooler than us, though. <laughs> so, how was your week? Wonderful. Wonderful. How was yours? So I um, re- talked to the Holiday Inn in Key Largo. Uh, so look, wait a minute, I'm going to stop. We stop. talked about this all week last week. I know, but, okay. we, but we talked about what happened. And then I thought about it throughout the week. And what I wanted to say about it was it never is about the money. It's about... I know we and most people... It's a lot of work to get a vacation together. You know, you, you go through a lot of, okay, we got what week can we do this? Can we take, oh, no, we're busy. I have something booked. Kelly has something booked. Okay, let's not book anything. So it's further, further out, obviously. And then you start researching. Look for a hotel. Look for the time to do it. How long are we going? How much is it? You know, and then it's, you finally do it. And then it's ruined because the hotel was terrible. And those are your only three days off. Yeah. So you only, you know, you don't get three weeks a year like a normal job. Or even if you do, you just used up, let's just say you booked that for a week. You took all the time out to go to this hotel because it looked good. The money, if if they paid you back the entire thing, it doesn't make up for a wasted week off Time on, you know, time away. I mean, you got kids. Maybe you left the kids. You got babysitters. You had to have the dog. You did all this to go away. These hotels don't recognize that. You know, they there's, there's no replacing that time for you. There's no replacing your all the effort that you took to go and go to their place. And Kelly spoke with them again, and so they ended up refunding one night and half another night in our bar tab so we're grateful for that so thanks for that but we're never staying there ever again and i just want you guys like not that the holiday and cares but that's their policy they wouldn't break policy totally fine thanks for the refund but we wasted a whole vacation there and i would never give them another shot just because if it doesn't work out i know i've wasted my money again it's like going to a restaurant where the food was horrible horrible why would you go back if they did nothing for you to make up for it you know or try it again for free i don't know something it was and again i don't know if there is anything that they could have done to make us feel better about it even if you replaced the entire amount of money no you know i still probably wouldn't go back there yeah i appreciate the i'm just my whole point was i appreciate the refund of what you did give yeah, back sure. it works out to be our holiday and was like 90 dollars a night for our vacation so. so but we could have stayed at home and not spent anything and actually made money and you know what sucks now i want to get keith to go on vacation and he's like nope 
nope, we're not going anywhere. Remember what happened last time we went away? It was terrible. Is that what I sound like? Yeah. I didn't know I sounded like this, but okay. Well, I'm just mumbling, Mr. Mumbles. That's how I mock you now. You want to go there, really? Okay. <laughs> anyway, so moving on. Yeah, so that's we're done with that. I mean, I just want to let you know. I mean, it's just another thought of it, you know. It's... Again, I understand because I, I ran dealerships for a long time and people, you know, some people take an entire day off work. You know, they come to the dealership, expect to get their cars fixed. Maybe it didn't get fixed. Maybe the wrong part showed up. Maybe the part didn't show up at all. Maybe that wasn't a problem. It sucks and you well, can't really fix that day. And I was thinking too, like when, like when my customers come down, we were talking about this tonight. We met a couple tonight and, uh, you know, I was talking about because it's here, I won't mention the hotel. But I don't work at this hotel anymore. Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, I just remember what you're talking about. Yeah. So this hotel was awful to work with. And they made me look bad constantly. Which, it's not my fault. It was the hotel's fault. But because of that, like, I would decorate a whole room at this hotel. And then I would let my client know the room was ready. And then I'd go about my day. And then my client would call me and say, my room's not decorated. I'm like, yeah, I know I went there. So almost said the hotel name the hotel would put them in a different room knowing i was in that room and decorated it it's crazy like they wouldn't move their things the the, the maids would you take can't move the a things. room decoration i mean you name it it happened so she stopped working it was at that hotel so but it made me look bad because yeah. the first thing they do is yell at me like when my fishing charter guy packed oh. up over the night and rolled out with everyone's money i'd use that guy plenty of times he was amazing don't know what happened. Never heard from him again. It was my fault. The charter people were pissed at me. Sure. It was one day of their vacation that they had planned, right got there. up early, and went there, and the boat wasn't even there anymore. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I do everything I can to make sure my client has a great experience. When that happens, you know, that's the hotel's fault, not mine. But I still do something nice for my clients or, or something, you know, for the most part, depending on the situation. And I just you try to fix it. don't feel like... I mean, they, they did refund our money. They it, did. They corporately fixed the problem and don't care about anything else. But like the people that wanted to go fishing that day. Yeah, And that they were sucks. standing at the dock and the boat wasn't there anymore. You know, it was their last day of vacation and they wanted to go fishing that day. Yeah. And the they money did. doesn't replace no. that. They actually had enough money that they booked another charter. But guess yeah. who they did not use? Yeah, me. They didn't. And if they would have used me, you know what I would have done? I probably would have stocked their boat full of food and drinks and made sure they were taken care of yeah. on the house. Yep. Yeah. But they didn't use me, and I don't even know where their boat was. Otherwise, I would have done it to the yeah, other boat. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Woke up at 7 a.m. getting yelled at. Oh, God. <laughs> but my whole point is, I, I hoped, hopefully I always handle things warmly and with love and not mm. corporately because that's annoying. Yeah. You don't, you, you, you break policy when it comes to taking You break policy. Of, yeah. Policy yeah. is I can only give you a penny back. Well, your policy sucks. And you know and what? Then, now when I go places, I won't stay at Holiday Inns because no. I know what their policy is. So if I have a crappy experience, I'm screwed. Yep. So sorry, Holiday Inns. Yep. I'm over it. Anywho. Here's the podcast. <laughs> so our week this week was great. I am working on this prom. I'm planning a prom for people I think we've talked about. I'm so freaking excited about this. I love event planning. I feel like, don't quote me, I'm going to move my business a little into itinerary. You're moving it. You're just expanding it in a different area. Less room decorations, more itinerary planning. No? You don't think so? What? <sighs> I have zero you, time in my life. How did you get where you got? I know, but I just have yeah. zero time these, in my these life. These people do not want to hear that you're not going to room decorate. 
because they have plans to come down here and have you decorate their room and stock it. We did hire a sweet girl for uh, summer help. I wish she would stay forever, but she's here for the summer, so I have extra time this summer to help you guys and to actually go out and enjoy the boat. So it was kind of nice tonight. We went to uh, Conk Republic and had dinner, and then we did a little tour. Uh Uh-oh. Tired? Yes, I'm very tired. Um, we did a little history tour around Key West today, trying to learn about this podcast that I've been working on for a few weeks, actually. But I thought it was something kind of unique. Um, just things keep coming up, so we keep talking about different things. Oh, I'm sorry, one more thing. Or not at all, talking. Because I can't get my point across. <laughs> yeah. um, baby, is there someone that you want to thank? I'd like to thank that person at the beginning of our podcast, oh, not yeah. the end. So Just don't I, say her last name, because I was I'm not going to say their last name. <laughs> okay. So here we are. Here I am. Kelly's at home. She was supposed to be on this trip. Shut up. Over at a sandbar watching the air show Saturday. Sold out the air show Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So Keith got to spend the weekend watching the air show from the yeah, boat. Yeah, but anyway. From the water. From tough the sand. job you got there, friend. Yeah. And I see these people walking over, and they have a little uh, throw cushion, the, the, the safety cushion. And they have a bottle laying on it, and they're walking over. I'm like, why do I recognize them? They're far away still. And then they get over, and, it, and I heard her voice, and I recognized her voice right away. And I didn't, I don't think I had met her husband yet. It, his name is Keith, by the way, so I'll never forget his name. <laughs> and her name is Carrie. I'm not going to say their last name. They came over and gave me a bottle of Woodford Reserve. Reserve from the hometown of Kentucky. Hmm. And they just wanted to say thanks for everything that we do for them. And what do we do for them? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> They're just really We talk nice on a people. podcast. They like the podcast. They're just great people. And I think, did you stock their place one time for them? A little something. Yeah, a little something or whatever. But just amazing. And I saw them there for a while. And then I went on a chart of the next day at a different location. And they showed up again. I was like, Man, y'all stalking me. But no, they, I mean, we all go to the same sandbars right here. But they're just wonderful people, and I really want to say thank you again for, for, for the gift and moving on. That was very nice. That was very nice. Yeah. So, okay, back to the podcast. I thought it'd be fun to talk about something very local that I didn't, I mean, I've seen these things around, but I didn't realize it was a thing. There is actually a self-guided walking tour here in Key West. Um, I need your phone for that. Thank you. Yep. There was actually a self-guided walking tour here. And we accidentally found it in a few podcasts ago when we were talking about the Gatto Pocket Park. Like a little pocket park. So today I made Keith go to the pocket park. Keith is not amused by little things. He doesn't care. Okay. But I really care. I think it's so cool. It's actually number 20 on this on this list how many are there a lot no so i before i start telling you about the pocket park i guess so the no i'll do it first so the pocket park was literally this little tiny fenced in area i mean how, how big was it uh, i don't know 40 by 60 feet yeah 40 by 60 feet yeah all right and it was all gated and when you walk in, there's literally a giant cigar with, like, these metal squiggly sticking out like it's smoking. There's a little bench on the left and then another sign about all the don- people that donated. And then, like, the front of a house, just the front, like a big wood structure. 
and had a little Cuban family and, and Go ahead. Were they not Cuban? Go ahead. I assume Cuban cigars were the okay. Cuban family. Whatever. It was a little family. And there was a little kitty cat with a smiley face on it, which you probably missed because you don't care. I saw it. And Did I saw you see it had a smiley face? Yes. I'm talking about the cat. Which in cat are you talking about? Nope. Um, wrong. Didn't see it on that one. With the family, there's a little cat at the bottom. Mm, and it, it had like a big smiley, like a Cheshire cat smiley. And then there was another cat in the window and a rooster on the ceiling. I mean, on the roof. It was so cute. And it's basically all about the history of the cigar making here. Um, I've t- I did talk about it a lot last week. Last week? No. I don't know what week that was. Not the week we skipped. Not last week. So Obviously. I can't show you because this is a podcast. But, like, for example, there's little plaques on these history walking tours, right? And they'll have a number, like Gato Gato. Pocket Park is number 20, and you're going to go to this website. So the website is keywesthistoricmarkers.org. Now, the reason one of the re- what? The reason we went to the park today was because I called this phone number that are on these plaques the other day, and basically it's a recorded message saying this number isn't in existence anymore. And then they text you and say, check out this website. We're not doing the phone tours anymore. Check out this website. So I clicked the website, and that's not working anymore either. So I was like, okay, so how does this work now? And this is one of the reasons why we haven't done this yet, because I wanted to do my research. So the numbers on the number I called on the plaque, I think the plaques have different numbers, I would guess. But it doesn't work. But if you go to this historic Key West, nope, keywesthistoricmarkers.org, you can do these little, uh, you can hit play on the marker. It'll tell you all the markers in sections. You hit play, and it basically tells you the history of all of these markers. I mean, who knew about this little Gato Pocket Park? If someone knew... I've passed it a thousand times. Oh, my God. We've driven by it a million times. What's never, the address of that one? saw it. What's the address of that? Where, where's that street, honey, for the Pocket Park? Louisa. Louisa and... of Simonton. Simonton. So... In, it depends on which way you're coming from. Let's say you're coming from um, Sloppy Joe's. Down... Down Simonton. Like that way. Make a left on Louisa. As soon mm-hmm. as you do, you'll see it back in the right corner within 100 feet. There's a bank on the left. Yeah. And then the pocket park, the Gato Pocket Park is there. So I'm going to play you just a second. Hopefully this works. You guys all know I have the technical skills of Lulu. I know, honey. I know how to play. Okay. I was just seeing if there's anything else. Okay, hold on. This Gattoville, or Barrio Gatto, consisted of 40 cigar makers' cottages that were built around the Gatto Cigar Factory, historic marker number 17. Key West was at the zenith of its cigar industry, and there was a shortage of housing and skilled cigar makers. Yeah, Eduardo right built the community nah. to attract the best cigar artisans to his factory. Unlike many of the company housing springing up throughout the country during the industrial age, Gattoville encouraged entrepreneurial endeavors. The community had its own bakery, laundry, billiards hall, grocery, and ice cream shop. The structure at the back of the park is a representation of the facade of the cigar maker's cottage built in this lot in 1897. The occupants were Fernando and Serafina Gatto. Fernando was a cigar maker at the factory. They raised their daughter, Mary Gatto, in the cottage and saw Mary wed Joe Mattiato before they moved out. Did they have a cat? Joe Mattiato's family were cigar makers in Tampa and Joe had moved to Key West as a young man. 
From Joe Mattiato's memories of the years spent at the cottage, Fernando's granddaughter Patricia Gatto Mattiato and her husband Bruce Neff were able to build the cottage facade and donate it to the city of Key West. Mm. The cigar sculpture is a monument to the men and women who made Key West the cigar capital of the world in the 1890s. Standing nearly 15 feet tall, the sculpture is believed to be the largest cigar of its kind. The cigar band is a recreation of the Gatto family crest from Spain. Notice the two cats facing the oak tree in the center of the crest. They are symbolic of the family since the word for cat is gato in Spanish. The cigar sculpture was designed and commissioned by Bruce Neff and Patricia Gatto Mattiedo, built by Reen Stanhouse and was sponsored by the Fuente family. If you are interested in how the Fuentes, the largest and most successful cigar producers in the world, are part of the gato history, dial number 520 at the next marker prompt. Okay, I don't want you to dial 520 anywhere because I swear the number didn't work at this park. So that's kind of what you hear when you see these markers. Maybe the other, I saw there was, I think I saw there was different phone numbers. But I feel like you should just go to the website. And again, the website is keywesthistoricmarkers.org. We did find out in the process of making this podcast that Android users and Apple users have a different setup. So, of course... Anyone with an iPhone, you just go to the website and click the marker and it lets you hit play. But if you have an Android, there's a long way around it. Freaking Android users. a long way around it. Yeah, you do. Touch the little picture and no, the play button. You have to go up. to the marker section. Then you have to hit a picture. But you don't even know that. It doesn't tell you you have to hit the picture. You just got to figure it out. Thank God we're here for you. Thank God Android users don't need a lot of instructions <laughs> and they find it without a problem at all. Okay. Yeah. So the never-ending battle between iPhone yeah. and Android, right? Keep it. So I'm on Keith's phone, which is an Android. So bear with me if you're on an Apple because it may look a little different to you. It's a lot easier for you guys. So you're going to go to mm-hmm. keywesthistoricmarkers.org. And then you can click markers in the menu section. And there's a bunch of different places that you can look. So there's like, please stop saying like Kelly. So there is Historic District Meadows Military, downtown, Newtown. So the cigar industry, which is where we just played for you. Um, I think that's really it. So Historic District. But there's a lot within each one. Yeah, I was going to say has... Um, the Captain George Carey House, which is marker number one. Where is that at? So it says, so you can actually read about um, the the tour as well. So if you don't hit the button and listen to it, which I feel like everyone that listens to the podcast is not going to read. They're going to listen to the podcast. I mean, listen to the history. Uh, Captain George Carey House. Two, the two-story building is the second oldest house in Key West. Originally built as a two-room house in 1834 by British Captain Carey, who made his... Oops, sorry, someone's emailing me. It distracted me. Who made his money in the wholesale liquor business. Enlarged in 1844 as a gift to his bride, Robert Frost spent 16 fruitful winters in the Writers' College, located in the gardens behind the house. So I'm assuming if you click that button, that's going to be a longer tour, but you can do like a brief read. The Key West Women's Club, which is across from the actual oldest house. Casa Antigua. Baby, do you know Casa Antigua? Do I know it? Mm -hmm. You do know it. I do know it. Which one is that? That's the old Ford dealership. You got it. (laughs) Keith has a whole history of that. That's my, I mean, that's marker number six. Mm -hmm. That's where Hemingway. markers on the side of that building, too. Yeah, so that's where you see. So when you see these buildings, 
you're going to see there's a little plaque on the side. If you read the plaque, it's going to give you a little bit of history on the plaque, but then you can go to this website and listen to the actual history. La Concha, ooh, does it say it's haunted? So there's literally 19 pages of markers in um, the historic district. So we're going to go over to the Meadows, the Key West Armory, the Cigar Factory. So the Meadows is Yellow Fever. Oof. North Beach Building. What is that? I don't know. <coughs> I have to do the whole tour, so. But I want to be standing in front of them when I do it. But if you're a Key West lover and you're not here, what a great way to, like, just do a tour. You know? Key Sleepy. Okay, I'm going to read you a couple more real quick. We just did downtown. Dr. Joseph Yates Porter House. James Haskin Houses. So it's going to tell you a lot about all the homes here, a lot about the buildings, the Key West Art Center, Coast Guard Headquarters. Ooh, I know that building. St. Stephen Zion Church. So it's just, I think it's a very cool tour. There's also a map section. So when you go to that, you can look at the, um, like here. This is Key West Cemetery map. Mm. Oh, yeah. So you can walk yourself right around the map, and there's markers. Oh, this is happening. Jesus. Ha! (laughs) So this is actually shows you a map of the cemetery, and then a bunch of little markers within the map. So it's like the the tour um, that I'm just telling you about, but this is just in the cemetery. Okay, okay. Fun times. Here we go. Sorry, babe. You're going to have to do this. But this website is really cool, and it shows you, um, again, all of these. It's very easy to read. There's actually cigar art posted on the page, different postcards you can look at. There's a lot of information. So if you, like I said, if you love Key West and you just want to take a fun history tour and learn about Key West, then you could do this at home. But if you want to actually start at number one, I don't know what order they're in. I couldn't really tell the exact order they're in because they're broken up into like groups and subgroups. So if you actually want to take a tour or if you see a marker and you're like, what is that? Just go to historicmarkerstour.org and check it out. How about that? How about that? That's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for the podcast. It's very short and sweet this week. But short? Yeah, I think it's short. short. We have a new review. We actually have two new reviews, so we'll have one for next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear it? I do. You're going to like this one. Are you ready? Five stars. Thank you from Maryland. Julie from MD. Maryland. Oh, yeah. Thank you for making this podcast. Your tips for places to try and things to do are spot on. We have already enjoyed several of, several of your recommendations. I keep a running list of new places to try based on your reviews, and it makes planning our trip down more fun. I also really appreciate your updates on what's going on each month. By the way, we have to do that. Thank you both yeah. for doing such a wonderful job decorating the golf cart for my daughter's sweet 16. She, um, it, this, it's this person's fault that we didn't do a podcast the following week. <laughs> no, it's not their fault. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think she has a sense of humor. She and her friend really enjoyed riding around Key West in it, especially at night with the Twinkle Lakes. Only wish I had taken pictures of Keith driving away in it. Really enjoyed talking to Kelly about our Southern Maryland roots and meeting Keith in person. You guys rock. Keep doing what you're doing. You are both very hardworking, and it does not go unnoticed. Lots of hearts. Oh. Oh my God, she's so I really, sweet. I really enjoyed talking with her. I know. So just, uh, sorry, but just this little we note to Julie. Them, yeah. uh, Keith talked about you a lot. Like, he really enjoyed you guys. So thank you guys for leaving the review. It's very sweet. 
But we do have another one for next week. How about that? Awesome. Um, I just got to look and see if the five brother person update, because that person likes to update their reviews. Not this week. Um, there was something else I wanted to say. What was it? Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about really quick, too. What was that? The Ice Guy wrote another book. Did you guys read his first book? Because it's amazing. CD Places. Yeah, CD Places. Get it on Amazon. So he wrote another book, and it's called Coral Cherries. And it says underneath... Oh, click it, Kelly. Click it. It says underneath... Uh, oh, God. I can't see. It's a Key West... Oh, I can't read it. It's too small, and I can't see it. But I think it says Key West Comedies Book 2. And it does. There we go. And you can go to... Uh, that comes out in May. So R.B. Conk... He put up a post to go to the, his Instagram. And this is the famous ice guy, in case anybody wants to know. Uh, the, look at the artwork. He did the same person do the artwork, so it's super cute. My newest book, Coral Cherries, book two of the Key West Comedies, is coming this May. Oh, it does say Key West Comedies. Some new faces, some familiar faces, and some wacky Key West settings. Very, Very good. Cool. Yeah, congratulations to you for writing another book. Oh, You're amazing. Awesome. Oh, let's cheers them. Do you have ice in your cup? Oh, yeah. Cheers. To your new book. Well, I didn't have a black yeti. That's my <laughs> All right, you guys. That's it this week. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.